Welcome to the Mac Minutes Podcast for Sunday, September 3rd, episode 231. USB-C 4.0 brings the best technology has to offer with new Apple devices on the way. This is the Mac Minutes Podcast with John Scudder from the scenic Chugach Mountains of Anchorage, Alaska, where you will hear about the world of Apple and how technology can enable you to work smarter, personally and professionally. We will give you the news in minutes, not hours. That's why this is the Mac Minutes Podcast. In this episode, we will discuss the iPhone replacement of the current lightning charging port with a more prevalent USB-C connector, a move that is designed to help the company conform with European regulations. We'll go more in-depth into explaining the USB-C connector. In addition, we will tell you what you need to know about the upcoming Apple announcement scheduled for September 12th at 10 a.m. Pacific Daylight Time. Let's now go to the show, starting with telling you more about the USB-C connector you are going to see on everything from iPhones to AirPods. Apple is indeed planning a switch to USB-C from Lightning for the iPhone 15 models. There are multiple reasons, but the primary driver is the move unifies Apple device charging, meeting the European mandate. The USB-C cable system is confusing at best to the uninformed. There are multiple types and lack of identification. Let's continue by explaining the USB-C charging system and tell you why the differences between the cables and why not all USB-C ports or cables are equal. Why one USB-C cable is not similar to another and what you should know. We saw more USB-C charging devices and accessories enter the market in the past year and we have a problem. It's gotten so bad that I now keep track of which cable belongs to which device and label the port's capabilities. Which is my first tip for the podcast. Nearly five years ago, USB-C was billed as the solution for all our future cable needs. Unifying power and data delivery with display and audio connectivity. Ushering in several years ago was the idyllic age that one size fits all cable. Despite the USB-C connector supplied as default in modern smartphones, the standard has unfortunately failed to live up to its promises. It's now become time, especially here in the past year, where to keep track which cable belongs to which device if you want a device to work and work optimally. Even the seemingly most basic function of a USB-C powering devices continues to be a mess of compatibility issues, conflicting proprietary standards, and a general lack of consumer information to guide purchasing decisions. The data speeds available over USB-C have also become increasingly convoluted. The problem is that the features supported by different USB-C devices aren't always clear, yet the defining principle of the USB-C standard makes consumers think everything should just work. There are now at least four generations of USB-C cables and likely you can't tell which one is which. This is a common frustration with the USB standard in its current format 3, 3.2, 4, and Thunderbolt each having different speeds for various different ports, which is confusing enough. 
It is still being speculated whether the iPhone 15 will see the USB 3.2 or 4, probably depending on the model. Now making it even more complicated, cables also have to be specifically rated to meet higher speed requirements. There are huge disparities. This is precisely why I said you need to have the proper cable labeled for the device port's capabilities. There's no way to tell if a USB-C cable supports high current charging or 4.0 data speeds just by looking at it. Trial and error is often the only way to figure out what a USB-C port supports unless you label the optimal or factory provided cable for the device. This problem extends beyond cables and to the, the USB-C on devices. Functionality might only be restricted to specific Type-C ports on the device. That is currently the case on my MacBook Pro. You might have three ports, but only one that offers the functions you want. You can certainly label the capabilities, which is the ideal case for multiple users. That is one solution for the interim. Let's now look at the promise for you if you get in front of this technology change now, before the launch of the iPhone 15. USB-C cables you get from a bargain sale are likely not the ones you want to buy. You will almost be guaranteed to get reduced charging times and transfer speeds. USB 4 is my choice and is the one I have chosen to replace my cords prior to the launch of the new Apple devices. Yes, they do cost a little extra, but I will give you now 10 reasons why you should make that investment from the start instead of having a box full of cables. USB 4 offers several advantages. One, increased data transfer speeds. USB 4 provides a maximum data transfer of 40 gigabytes per second, twice the speed of USB 3.2 Gen 2x2, making it ideal for high-speed data transfers. Reason number two is backward compatibility. USB 4 is compatible with previous USB generations, ensuring that you can use your older USB devices with USB 4 ports using adapters or cables. Number three, a single connector for multiple functions. USB 4 supports various data protocols, including USB, Thunderbolt, DisplayPort, and more, all through a single USB Type-C connector simplifying connectivity. 4. Power delivery. USB 4 supports USB power delivery up to 100 watts, allowing fast charging for a wide range of devices, including laptops and smartphones. Number 5. Daisy chaining. USB 4 enables daisy chaining of multiple devices such as monitors and storage devices through a single port, reducing cable clutter. We're now beyond halfway, and you should now be able to see the difference. Number six, enhanced display capabilities. It can handle multiple 4K or even 8K displays, making it suitable for high-resolution video and gaming functions. Number seven, improved efficiency. USB 4 offers more efficient data handling, reducing latency, and improving overall system performance. Number eight, Universal standard. USB 4 is a universal standard adopted by many device manufacturers and platforms, ensuring widespread compatibility. 
Number nine, security. USB 4 includes enhanced security features such as data encryption to protect your data during transfer. And number 10, hot swapping. Thunderbolt 4 allows you to hot swap devices, which means you can connect or disconnect Thunderbolt peripherals without needing to restart your computer. These advantages make USB 4 a versatile and powerful choice for various connectivity and data transfer needs. If you choose to ignore replacing your existing cords, cable and port coloring could help further distinguish what is ideal for what device. So before the Apple announcement and launching, it's time to look at your USB-C cords before it's too late and you have a mixture with no idea which one is which. Although we've touched about it in the first part of the podcast, let's move on to the second half. Here's what to expect, including the Apple vent, when it will start, and what will launch. We expect a new iPhone 15 to be the star of the event with several models, but other new products are also likely on the way, including the Apple Watch Series 9 and potentially an Apple Watch Ultra 2. We may also see a new iPad and other new Apple EarPods with USB-C replacing the Lightning versions. At the iPhone event, Apple is also likely to announce the date when it will release iOS 17 and WatchOS 10 operating systems, most likely a few days after the event. We may also get a download date for iPad OS 17, which is usually released at the same time as iOS, but sometimes the iPad OS launches a little later. Apple is also likely to release when the next updates to tvOS and HomePod software will be available. If you have a question about the updates or anything else about Apple products and their features, please reach out to the podcast at mail.macminutes at gmail.com or through the Mac Minutes webpage at macminutespodcast.com. Mac Minutes posts news and events with real-time updates on the Mac Minutes Facebook group, which is available for listeners to join for free. This is very important as we continue our coverage of the Apple event. We are active on social media, including Twitter and Facebook. Please follow us on Facebook by searching the Mac Minutes Podcast. On X, it's Minutes underscore Mac. So that's all we have for the Mac Minutes for today. Thank you again for listening, and Mac Minutes is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, CastBox, Deezer, Overcast, Chartable, Google Podcasts, Podchaser, and many other of your favorite podcatchers. Take care of yourself, and we'll talk to you again soon on the Mac Minutes Podcast. Be safe, be nice, and stay well. For those in the United States, have a wonderful Labor Day weekend. Thank you again for listening to the Mac Minutes Podcast, and we'll talk to you soon with one of the most anticipated Apple event of the year.